everyone, and welcome to Signals from the Frontline, your every Wednesday live and on-time broadcast brought to you by Frontline Gaming. We are your hosts, Kicker, the Chief of Serial and Sigilite of the FLG, and I'm Seth, the Mad Duck, your competitive correspondent. How are you doing, Kicker, bud? I am doing great. People, if it sounds like there's a war going on outside of my house slash the studio, the Frontline Gaming Network studio, <laughs> um, that is because <laughs> there is a massive Mardi Gras parade, literally maybe 20 feet from where we're recording this, and there's marching bands and loud noises and drunk people running into my walls. So just uh, bear with us this week. On top of that, though, I have to say I got ambushed by a wild uh, Adam Camilleri out in the wild. What? Yes. Um, <laughs> he just showed up on my front doorstep this morning. A wild Larry. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> right there. There's Adam. If you're listening to our podcast, you should be watching us every Wednesday night live at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So you get to enjoy these fun family photos of myself, Adam Camilleri, the Australian himself, and my wonderful son, who's just giggling and happy to see a guy with a funny voice. Um, so that is us. Yes. And I did get some hobby progress. I got, I got to share the hobby progress. Seth, right. you know, Let's I've been working done. a lot of guard and you know, I'm a big fan of conversions what? and kip ashes. Yes. You see those bugs? Those are, uh, those are the Ash Waste Nomads, uh, Dune Boss, Dustback Riders. I don't know. They're just bugs from Necromunda that I'm going to use as my Rough Riders. And uh, you, just, you notice that. You're just going for Starship thing. Troopers is what you're doing. Yeah, yeah totally, totally. To well, I'm going with like this weird, like, you know, Starship Troopers have allied in with the bugs, right? So they, they form some sort of beautiful uh, partnership. Uh, Seth, a symbiote, you might say? <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. Um, by the way, thank you, chat. Good to see you guys. That's the the other perk, folks, for being part of our live show is the chat. You get to jump in and ask us questions and contribute to the future of 40K. But Seth, do you realize or recognize that weird paint job I've got going on here with my with my bugs? It looks it? like uh, some sort of mantis shrimp. Yeah, yeah. I, coconut I, crab, I think. Yeah, people, it's one of your buddies, right? It's correct me in that and say it's coconut crab. But at this point, I'm sticking with mantis shrimp. We'll go with so mantis shrimp. Dean, Dean Pritchard's paint scheme. Yeah, I, I kind of took his, his – he very much inspired me. I went with some colors that are more, uh, as you know, Seth and, and Tech Priest Sticky always joke <laughs> about my my wonderfully limited color palette, which tends to be earthen hues. And so, yeah, this is a brown and yellow. And How was it painting that, that those dot patterns? Oh my God, it was such a shit show. It took forever. It was so tedious, but I really wanted to challenge myself to paint a yeah, different wow. technique. And yeah, thanks. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty proud. So those are the the mounts, but I have the writers that I'm working on this week. But Seth, I know you've been busy, man. I know you've been rolling some dice and, and yep, hobbying away. Yep. What have you been up to, man? Yeah. Uh, Hobby-wise, I've been I've been painting up some tank busters. Oh. Uh, so I, I actually ran those this past weekend at an RTT uh, and managed to, to go uh, 3-0 at that. So it got me some story. Oh, wait, wait, wait. 3-0. Hell yeah, yes, yeah. Seth. Yeah, yeah. Thank nice. you. Thank you. Now, um, some astute listeners might be aware that during LVO, in the in the the late late uh, day of Sunday, at some point, Tech Priest Dicky and I are sitting behind the curtain, and I don't know what's what we started doing, but we just started making bets, looking at each other, and then rolling dice to see who would win. Oh my gosh! And at one point, he looks at me and goes, "Loser starts an AOS army," and rolls the dice. And and he won. So I had to start an AOS army. So I bought some Auric Arboys. Um, now, I didn't say I was going to play AOS. So I don't know if I'm going to build them as AOS models or maybe use them as conversion fodder for my, my 40K Orcs. But I do now own uh, some AOS models. Therefore, 
I own an AOS army. Well uh, so done, I am a man of my word. Uh, you can never say I am not tech priest. You still managed to game the system. Well done, Seth. Uh, Rich, do you have any, um, sorry, tech priest Dickie, I apologize. Tech priest Dickie, do you have any um, thoughts on Seth's move here? Thoughts on Seth's move? Yeah. I just I just blew Ray past it in the PowerPoint together. I wanted to show my stuff. But uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I think they have to be built and painted in order to call it an army, right? Okay, but are you, you cool with him using these for 40K? Because I think that's a genius way to make both, you know, I mean, parties he, happier. he definitely, like, went the lowest budget of AOS <laughs> that he could go. But, I mean, whatever. No big deal. <laughs> All right. Uh, I, I, I just noticed At that, chat, man. I want you to remember this moment for later this year when I start doing a bunch of stupid Auric 40K Orc conversions. <laughs> yeah. With like three kits combined that it is, like, stupidly overpriced for what the model ends up being. Yeah. No, and then... Those hard hard boys or whatever the armored black orcs as they used to be called that's what I've always thought of them yeah. as those those could make knobs right I don't know about the scale but they definitely got the armor and I, I got to build like one or two just to see like where they do yeah. fit scale wise yeah sweet 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 oh, well I've looks like uh, Tech Priest Dickies had some hobby progress this week what's going on here okay I finish I finished building Angron we are, I was talking to people in angry chat. ronald angry ron yeah uh, i was i was chatting with people I, i'm actually too scared to start painting him i'm like sitting there <laughs> looking at him he's so beautiful <laughs> he's everything i ever wanted so i was like oh Aww. man do i when do i start so i think i'm just gonna bite the bullet and and uh prime him and get going yeah i think it's okay are you gonna go with the a classic color scheme here or are you gonna do something novel and and, and exciting Maybe, I, maybe a flesh tone mangro mangron as the mangron. I, the kids are calling it um i don't know i i really i really want to do something different but the red keeps pulling me back what, so yeah. i don't know what about what about a green skin? no that's oh, maybe geez. that's a you thing not a me thing uh demon killer yes yeah 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 um, also i really uh, should start looking for some secondhand gas models to should. scout salvage parts for <laughs> Um, also, I got my uh, kind of my proxy army. When I when I start playing an army, I like to have an army ready to go out of the box. Yeah, and yeah. I have a proxy army that uh, we'll be talking about later uh, later this episode. So yeah, on the top left, very yeah. excited. Yeah, we'll be now. now chat wants to know: mm. Do you plan to? paint the rims on your bases no uh apparently Ooh. it's the new thing that we don't paint rims i heard Wait, it what? from a show yeah it's Wait, just, so you leave them you paint them black or yeah, you yeah them? if it's messy just don't worry about it no yeah, whatever over paint yeah, just whatever you go to the john quinnell school of yeah. painting and you just <laughs> oh, really? leave the overpaint on your base some people would call that the lazy school of painting That's but lazy, uh, yeah <laughs> Uh, Ooh, John, John has a suggestion. Albino oh. Grom. Albino oh, I, That's Albino actually Grom. not a bad idea, actually. I think a really nice white, like pale, pale skin would be super look cool. Sweet. Well, that would go good if you, again, because you do, you're doing your army in, in heresy colors. White and, yeah, right and blue, yeah. 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 And the white would really make like some blood or gore really pop, yeah, you know. So, pop. That route. Yeah. so yeah, yeah. Uh guys, Tech Priest Dickie will be hopping back in later the show uh with some really fun. That's code stuff. for get out of here. <laughs> we'll be talking about his like brand new war leaders and his thoughts, because Seth and I are totally unqualified yeah. to discuss them. But yeah, keep your questions ready for when he comes back to talk all about world eaters. Uh Seth, should we jump into some products real fast? Yeah, what's what's happened? So this week, guys, Soul Shackle, the new kill team kit is out this weekend the pre-orders were last weekend and basically sold out super fast it's because this is a super cool kit i mean this is uh, you know 
I've gotten a few of these these GW mm-hmm. Kill Team sets. I guess the since Into the Dark, and I got to say, this is the by far the coolest one. Um, I mean, it is named Soul Shackle. Soul Shackle, right? That just sounds like, bad. That's pretty good name. This is the one with the with with the Arbides Space Cops and the new Dark Eldar Space Cops. Um, space Cops. Space Cops. <laughs> Um, our friends at GW sent us a box and I was tearing apart the box and looking at all the fun stuff in there. And they're literally tearing the box apart. Just tearing up. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I am, I'm basically a child. I still tear apart like my wrapping paper from Christmas gifts. Like, like do you kid. tear apart your boxes of cereal? I, I do not because I actually really value the, the box art because I'm a collector of such fine things and, uh, we don't need to go down that, that rabbit <laughs> hole right now, but, uh, I do not, I do not do that to cereal boxes, but guys, this, this, this kill team box, it has not one, but two accessory sprues. So most of these into the dark, you know, boarding action style, uh, sets have had one sprue. That was the, I guess the accessories. This one has two, which allows you to build up to four of those breachable wall sections. Those are the new, um, wall sections that have, I guess, are in the new mission set that are basically you can blow them up and create accesses to other corridors and stuff. Really cool concept. And I'm excited that I, uh, that they, that they've got a physical way to represent these, these walls being blown up, uh, in, in the game. So yay Pretty for cool. that. Uh, Oh, uh, the car skin They're They're all, they also, those are the, the shock troops for guard. They're out this weekend as well, but they also sold out very, very quickly. These were probably the yep. most popular guard unit. So it makes they sense. They're a very, very strong unit right now in guard. Yeah, yeah. Seth, have you gone up against him yet? I have not, you have not. but I do know what they do. Yeah. And all I have to say to the internet is just remember, wait for FAQs before you heavily invest in armies and models. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is a, my- this is a guy that bought three uh, repulsor executioners <laughs> for Iron Hands when they came out. <laughs> and then they were like, hey, by the way, the Iron Stone is an aura. It just goes on one dude. And I was like, well, I still have three of these things. So yeah, yeah, it was an old 8th edition Iron Hands, right? Jeez. Yeah, so I'm just... Um, I'm telling you from my experience, learn from what I have done. Don't be a Seth. Well, well, these special Karasakin armored, you know, shock troop guys will um, mm-hmm. probably too late for many people because they are totally sold out. They are very hard to find. You, you'll get to pick them up this Wednesday, uh, this Saturday. Well, that's you, why I can say like, don't buy them because now that's not like I'm, you know, hurting company sales. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, but also the Navy Bruchers, the crude, uh, a few of the other kits that were previously only in box sets are now coming out of standalone items. And this includes a bunch of the Warcry stuff too. Like my personal favorite, the Chameleon Skinks that were in Warcry. Like I wanted to yeah. start an Age of Sigmar army or a Warcry army just for those damn skinks because they're so freaking cute mm-hmm. um oh oh and yes guys the time of the guard is is in full pre-orders for rough riders in this weekend as well is that uh, the last model that hadn't come so out it's yet? rough riders and a few other kits oh uh the new fortification is coming out for pre-order this weekend as well Yeah, that, the new ages defense line yeah ages defense line so that is a bit of a pricey kit but i mean it is massive it's a bunch of sections they have the upgrade so, through too as well so you can what's upgrade not your, out for guard then yet so so that so that will be it so this so with this okay. weekend's pre-orders, you'll have all of the all the I guess the new guard. all the new stuff, all the new stuff. Okay, yeah, yeah. gotcha. I, I, so I was like, I thought that was all of it, but then you were like, no, and I was like, there's more. Okay, okay sorry. Why yes, that more? that is all of it. Uh, there's um oh, you, there's the new uh, HQ or the Katie and Castellan. There's a commissar, so you'll be able to get all the stuff that has been previewed. Uh, and then for those of you that are literate, the uh, the siege of <laughs> the siege of terror book is coming out as well. Uh, this is the the newest uh, siege of terror book which is by far and i mean maybe i'm just a little biased because i really enjoyed it but this has got to be the, by far the the best black library series this the siege of terror and seth i'm sure sure you're caught up right no oh my god get out of here get tech does, it, does it have orcs in it, sir 
Oh my God! Get out! Are of there the are there or- guys? are there orcs in it, sir? You know there are no orcs in the Siege of Terra series at all. I am so sorry. I'm so, I'm so, but there's like there's like a robotic monkey that kicks ass. Like, come on, can we, can we can we? You know, it's like one of the more recent books. Really, really good stuff. Hey, chat, have you read Siege of Terra? Do you like it? Are you excited for the new one? Because I sure as hell am. So that's the. Yeah, right. Yes, I mean, John John uh, Quinnell is very excited. You you and John yeah. can form your own lore based podcast. Yeah, let's do it, John. Let's do it. Let's let's do it. And 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 I don't Kelsey's know. response to lucky people who can read. <laughs> lucky people. We uh, know you can read, Kelsey. Yeah. And it and it usually just come back in audiobook uh, a few weeks later. Yeah. Oh, we got a book for Seth. What's the book for Seth? Bad Moon Rising. Bad Moon Rising. Isn't that like a Credence Clear? Bad Moon Rising. Sorry, Isn't I couldn't read Credence the image Clear on my song, screen. Right, right. That's a well, yeah. That is Credence Clearwater yeah, song, yeah. but it is you know the <laughs> gloom spike gets. <laughs> so books for everyone. Woohoo, guys! Uh, seriously, the, the 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 you know the, the the Rough Riders, you know the the Aegeus Defense Line, and the Siege of Terror books. Those are my hot picks for this weekend. Uh, Seth. Did you have anything you want to talk about? Any crazy rules, janky things that you've seen being played on TTS, or maybe well, you're, you're I, I an RTT? Have, what did I, you you won your RTT because you won I, all three games? I right? Did so I what jank did. did you pull on people? I, I pulled a very specific form of jank. All right, uh, it, it, it came in two categories. The first right, was bring a hundred and two obsec bodies. Oh God, what the fuck? Jeez, dude. And then the second part was, what if I made every reserve charge that I attempted? Oh yeah, so yeah, really just, if does. you if you just roll nines, yeah, that's all you need. Um, no, but I, I my list was 140 infantry, three characters, and three vehicles. What, what, and, can you give us like what infantry? Were you, were you, were you so boys? it was it was 20 units of or 20 commandos. Okay. Uh, 10 mega knobs, 10 tank buses and two units of five, 30 B snaggle boys, 40 Gretchen, 30 storm boys, a mega nice. armor war boss, a truck claw boss, <laughs> a weird boy and three trucks. Damn. And we was, it was just, I, I, I played two Kostadis players and I was like, no, these objectives are mine. These are <laughs> go get away. Out of it. Get out of here. This belongs to me. Well, well done. Um, so yeah, it, it, it very much played the primary very well. Um, so it, was, it it definitely is a, a play style. Um, I still have more to learn with that army uh, and more to to do with it. But um, yeah, my jank of the week is, so just what if like, you're like, I'm custodians. I have 20 models. I'm like, I'm orcs. I have 102 obsec models. <laughs> and then, you know, another 40 on top of that. Oh my gosh. I love it, dude. That is, that is beautiful. Beautiful. Um, which may, makes me rethink my list because I've, I've been playing with my guard and I don't have enough obsec. Dorian, I, I said there's the- 40 grots in there. 40 grots. You said no grots? I said 40 grots, sir. 40 grots. 40 grots. Uh, Seth, out of curiosity, just because we're talking briefly about your list, MVP of your of your orc list, you know, MVP, mm. go for it. I don't know if I had a singular MVP. I do like the truck boss, but the mega boss just frequently is just like, because he's got the minus one to wound warlow trait, half damage four up in relic. Yeah. He's like T7, seven wounds, two up, four up. Um, and he's opposite because he's death calls. I just go and like, I'm like, hey, Trajan, like there was a moment where one of my custodian players, there's a, there's a guitar for custodians where you can be an extra attack, but minus one damage. And so that he took that and it, it made Trajan become one damage with his nice. his pokey stick and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. my my beast boss was just like cool story bro i'm gonna sit here i'll just deal with it yeah, yeah. nice 
Nice, nice. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, mean, I got me got me a little jealous about your works, but uh, I've been having a lot of fun with, with guard. Um, I still, I, I still, I mean, I think that there's so much more to discover with this guard codex. There's so many options. Uh, I've been really there's so many different tanks that you can shoot at people. No, no, seriously, because I've been running a tank heavy list. Like I have vanquishers and. You know, like they do their job. Obviously, you have to have tanks on the field, but like they're great at taking out like those annoying ass characters that have a you know really good invulnerable save or some sort of nonsense like that. Um, um, my solution for everything right now seems to be just choppers. What if just I just said it with all choppers, all the choppers? Yeah. Well, all right, <laughs> um, that's it. Now, now when we get into to our our world year segment, I may have to adjust my my game yeah. plans because they choppa harder. Yeah, they they out choppa your choppa. Yeah. Well, Seth, you've got a big tournament coming up. We're going to talk about it right Mm -hmm. now. This tournament is happening next week. Cherokee with over 270 players for 40K and sold out. We just can't fit any more people. 270 victims for me. Just for Seth, yes. And and, 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 (laughs) then we've got over 80 for Age of Sigmar. Of course, we've got Legion and MCP there as well. Uh, We're going to have a nice uh, info sheet, I guess, in blog format getting released probably Friday. It'll have all the information in consolidated format. It'll tell you you know how to find us at, at, at the because the resort is massive like where to find us and and yeah, what time is, the bars it, are open it's and very all. it's very long yeah it's super long it's falling so it's up against the mountains and by the creek so it's kind of just straddling that whole yeah. thing it's it, very important. long like it's it's tall but it's also lengthwise yeah. long yeah yeah it is it is very it, it is it is you want to make sure you go to the right entrance or else you'll be walking a very long ass time so so, so don't do very that. true yeah um so you know let's show this photo right here i, I just want to remind people rsvp for your family dinners we're going to be doing family dinner in the hall uh this resort is super popular uh adam camilleri like i was just talking in their wonderful australian friend host of the thursday show as well as many others you know he's going up to play and he was looking at the uh the, the resort and he's like man this resort like the, the 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 place seems packed on the weekends i'm like yeah it's going to be totally packed but there's no hotel rooms left at the resort unless you pay a crazy price yeah. um so it's a very popular place that means the restaurants get full and yes you can they try do. to cram your 10-man team into a restaurant and hope that you can get a reservation we all know how that us. goes yeah don't do that just join us for family dinner in the hall we'll have barbecue on friday tacos on saturday yeah. uh, you, you can get dinner hang out in the hall is the is the bar still going to be open in the hall the bars yeah so we'll have the bars open until 8 p.m. or 9 p.m. The, the food will be there yeah. so you can roll dice, get food. It'll be made by the same chefs that are cooking the food in the rest of the uh, resort's restaurants, but it's made freshly for us. It's going to be more affordable. There the barbecue go. is legit. We're going to have chicken, I want to say pork and brisket barbecue sandwiches and then tacos we got fish chicken and i want to say a beef tacos uh and then there's like nachos and some other things as well so good stuff all around and of course the beloved moonshine we got two special moonshine drinks that we'll be announcing in a little blog post as well so lots of information you sure you don't want us to kidnap you and bring you down yeah you should be joining us man oh come on that free stick it'd be great uh a little international (laughs) incident it's a big deal. <laughs> but just guys, please do RSVP. There will be a link to the RSVP form on the blog post. But uh, it is important. So I got to figure off. out what night my, my wife wants, wants to go out and what night we'll be eating in the hall. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Join, join us for barbecue. I will. Um, I gotta find out what she wants. Oh, dude, Big Bear 3D. Mm-hmm. They are doing our trophies. Uh, we have a Again. beautiful photo of one of them yeah. right here. Uh, yes. You, did you see those giant trophies we had had at LVO? The life yeah. size replica. Yeah, like the, the picture we got right here of, of uh, if an you exciting win best picture. General, 
Yeah, look at that. That's Kicker at LVO holding a massive sword far bigger than me. If you are best general for Age of Sigmar or best general for 40K at Cherokee, you're going to be getting these life-size replica weapons so you can scare your neighbors. It's awesome. Uh, oh, oh, and I just found out too, the Cherokee tribe that, that you know, if you were there yeah. last year, yep. you saw them. They're coming back and they're going to be doing a war dance to bless our event on Saturday at the beginning. Really so cool last time. there. Yeah, right, dude. Like people don't realize that we're on the Cherokee Reservation and and they're like legitimately stoked that we're bringing our event there, bringing our attendance there because the, the reservation really depends on like tourism crowds to come yeah. there. So, so they're so happy to have us and they wanted to do a, a, a way to, I guess, bless our event. I was like, yes, please. That is awesome. So, so they'll be doing their thing Saturday morning right before round one kicks off. All right. I'm not and lost my works. Can we get a drum roll? Can we get a drum roll real fast? Like, I don't know. Can you do a drum roll? Can we do this? Yeah, I don't know if that's coming up on the mic. We're announcing the points. There we go. There we go. Let's stop. Let's stop. The Faction Specialist Awards Boo Yakalaka. I don't know. I don't, boom Shakalaka. Can we? I don't know. Boo, no, no, no. Boo Yakalaka is now the official kicker. Boo Yakalaka. Chat. I'm Hungarian. Uh, chat, I'm, I'm going to need you to that moment for me i'm gonna need links <laughs> to that asap boom yakalaka boom shakalaka you know what whatever the hell it's cool it's all good we've got these sweet faction specialist pins that you will be getting basically for best in faction at all frontline gaming events for all game systems so if you're playing kill team or legion or 40k or age of sigmar if you are dedicated and you're playing a faction and you come in best in faction at one of these tournaments you're going to get one of these sweet sweet die cast pins we had made up they were way too expensive but they look so sweet and uh, you get to keep them on your, your Jersey or on your you know army bag for the year. And then you come to LVO you, if, and you'll get access to a special raffle just for faction specials from the year 2023. So Seth, I'm expecting you to come back home with one for your orcs. Cause yes. no, no pressure, man. No pressure. No pressure. No, no pressure. No pressure. Is, is there any party buddy of Cherokee that you're kind of, you know, worried that might outwork you, list, but you know what? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I crazy the background. Boom, yakalaka. Boom, yakalaka. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> all right. I, I I haven't looked at the list, but I mean, like, in all seriousness, like, uh, Anthony uh, Vanilla has had a good point of like, you, you only care about the guy in front of you yeah. because you never know who they are and, and what they know and how good they can be. Like, I mean, we talked about it, you know, from LVO, like with the Alex Harrison, Vic VJ game, like neither one of them knew who the other guy was, but both of them had the opportunity to take the other guy out. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm going to try not to get too much into that like mindset. Um, plus we were actually talking about it the other day with some friends that sometimes the scariest opponent is the guy that doesn't know that he's in a bad matchup and he just like puts his army on the line and hot dices it and you're like son of a that should have never worked <laughs> so you never know man you never know what could happen. Yeah. well well seth i am i'm rooting for you i am hoping that you can get a sweet frontline gaming 2023 faction specials pin if and, not i'll just go like tackle the other orc player and steal it from him <laughs> Like that, like a, what a real orc would do. Like, right. Exactly. Like, like, exactly. The biggest and the best. Exactly. <laughs> um, and, and, and let's talk about the Rocky Mountain. Oh, I think we've lost. Yeah. Marty, Marty Gras, Marty Grod kicker. We, my, kicker Marty Grod himself. Uh, I think well, he would talk about the Rocky Mountain open, Seth. He would, he would. The Rocky Mountain is officially sold out. Oh, um, but, 
the the titans of the community, the Denver Fight Club, are raffling off to help a charity. Um, they're working on some food trucks. Yeah. Uh, so everything's on on track there. BAO is still going steady. Um, their their tickets Whoa. are up for sale now. Yeah. Uh, and if you want to get in on that, um, they're trying to add Song of Ice and Fire. I hear there's like a certain illustrious uh, member of the community that's really into that game. Do you know who that is, Tech Priest? No idea. Who? That's is Duncan? it Duncan? Okay. Duncan, yeah. Like we were like, you know, we were obviously planning a bunch of stuff for LVO. Yeah. And we had Duncan and there was a very specific stipulation that we could only film with Duncan on Friday because Saturday he was playing in the Song of Ice and Fire event. That's super awesome. So he's super into it. Um, I'm, I'm just going to keep going from kicker yeah. notes here. Yeah. Uh, ACO tickets will be going live in a few days. Um, they will have a raffle. Uh, raffle for what? I'm not sure. Uh, I'm just trying to go by the notes here. Uh, for each ticket or merch item you order within the first two weeks of this being live, you're entered to win a free stay at the Harrah's uh, Plus Dinner. Oh, so the raffle will be you, uh, if you buy your tickets or your merch within the first two weeks, um, you could potentially win that free uh, stay at Harrah's. Yeah. Um, and I think I just saw a little green box pop up that might indicate that the kicker has returned. Yeah, go. He, oh, 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 I'll find the kicker. We've, One second. We've sort of covered uh, RMO and BAO and ACO kicker. Yeah, I yeah, can I have you, to add you I think in Jack kicker. Can, One second. Yeah. No, no, you're not in kicker. You're not in. <laughs> It just no, entertained them. Only, only me. Oh wow. Okay, yeah. <laughs> chat. You're stuck with just me. While tech priest definitely. There, there we is. go. He's I in. see He's kicker. In. I see. Can kicker. you hear me, people? Is, is yeah. kicker's audio? Our tech priest says kicker can speak to the world now. Okay, hey guys, I'm so sorry that did that. You know that giant parade taking place literally five feet from where I'm standing right now. Yeah. Apparently, I guess they they over blew our circuits. People probably plugged into our external outlets. I don't know. Our whole house power just got lost. But we're <laughs> good now. We're, everything's fine. Everything's good. Life is good. I missed you. Love you all. All right. Great. Where are we at, Seth? Tell us Tell us about the, the Rocky Mountain Open Raffle. Oh, yeah. The Rocky Mountain Open Raffle is pretty sweet. So for $5, I believe, you get entry to win a Warhound Titan that's oh, currently ah, being this built was. right now. Ah, yeah, we now we photo. figured it out. We've pieced it together, Tech Priest. Yeah. Look at that. You guys are genius. By, you guys are by just listening to Kicker. That's how we piece it together. <laughs> but yes, uh, this is a special thing that the Denver Fight Club, this is a group that's local to the Denver region, as if you couldn't tell by their name. Uh, they are they are working together to, uh, to raffle off this beautiful Warhound Titan that's being built by the crew, being painted by a local dude. And will be all, all proceeds will be going to a, a charity that focuses on helping veterans out. So yes, guys, not only is the Rocky Mountain Open totally sold out, but we're doing fun stuff like having that raffle and we're going to have food trucks both Saturday and Sunday for lunch. We have a whole nice. range of food trucks. This is, correct me if I'm wrong, Rocky Mountain Open, this is not, this is at a, a venue that is just the event. It's not a hotel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's basically like SoCal. If you guys are familiar with SoCal, it's a giant gotcha. fairground. So then food trucks the, are a very good idea. Yeah, food. Exactly. Right. And so, yeah, there is no hotel attached. It's just a fairgrounds. We've taken over every square inch of the venue space. That's why the event is sold out. So don't bug me. We can't add more tables because literally we just don't have the space. Kicker, have um, you considered bunk bed tables? Oh, that's a genius idea. We should do that because we we have the ceiling height. Like we could do this. We have the we have vertical the height. height gaming. There we go, right? But now, yeah, the Rocky the, Mountain Open. The problem you might run into, everyone listen to me, if we decide at a future event to institute a vertical gaming standard, everyone's going to have to have some pretty decent shorts and underwear. You don't want to look up and get an eye pull. <laughs> I think that's a very fair uh, point to make sure we have in the player packet there. Uh, guys, 
really fast, if you are in chat, I need your help. Please respond to us right now. We have, you know, only so many food trucks we can fit in our parking lot. I think we're limited to five. What kind of food trucks do you guys like? Just generic burgers? Or should we be getting somebody like a grilled cheese truck? Like, there's a grilled cheese truck. There's a guy that does brats. There's a pho place. I, I, even if you're not coming to Rocky Mountain Open, give us your feedback so I can get an idea of like what we should do. Should I get a vegan truck? There's like a vegan truck out in Colorado that's willing to come. Uh, and there's also an ice cream truck. Do you really want ice cream at lunch in the middle of a 40K tournament? I don't know. What do you think, Seth? Ice, ice cream? Is that something? So Asian Fusion, that Asian came up. Fusion? Um, right, chat's yeah. still stuck on on kilts and looking up and yeah. problems. <laughs> no um, kilts. Gyros and sausage, Korean barbecue, burritos. Yes. yes, Korean barbecue. I like that. I like that a lot. There was a Korean. So there's like literally two trucks. Oh, fish and chips. Fish and chips. Yeah, Quintero says that. I think he's out in that area. Yeah, nice, nice. I, I so so I've got like a, a roster of lobster roll truck. Jeez. I, I, now I like lobster rolls, but I'm there's a lot of of like mayo in that, and that might be a little heavy for lunch. <laughs> I'm just gonna veto the Rocky Manor oysters right now. Yeah, right. No. Oh my okay. gosh. Well, uh, I appreciate it. We'll, um, I'll be reading through the chat later on to try and get a, you know, you know, whatever you guys think, try and get like a, some sort of a focus group. I do think Korean barbecue is fun. Um, I think though that there's no reason to have a dessert truck. Like it just, we should just focus. Ooh, like, if- okay. Now I'm, I, I'm going to suggest something here. Shoot. Yeah. So I was at an event, uh, probably a year and a half, two years ago, and they had some food trucks for lunch and there was a guy that did a baked potato truck. Ooh. Yes. Yes. That was no, I, I love that. I love it. There's a, the, a I mean, he did like crazy big, you know, there was like the, Hey, I want some, like, you know, mine's got some butter and some sour cream, yeah, and a little, yeah, you know, screw that. but then like, he was like, here's one that's just chicken Alfredo on a baked yeah, potato. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, this is a know, pizza in a potato. Yeah. It, enjoy you it, know, yeah. or here's taco in a potato, you know? Yeah. yeah so there's a place here in New Orleans that yeah, does that. Good. And it's like awesome. That's all they do is, is, is some sort of random international cuisine in a potato. And it is I'm glorious. Just saying, it's, it's filling. Yeah. And you can you can have a wide variety, and you you can get like not super greasy. Yeah, just okay. Boom. I'm pro baked potato truck is what I'm saying. Okay, do you guys think a grilled cheese truck though is just kind of boring? Like because grilled I, cheese what, on a baked potato? <laughs> sure. Yes. Why not? All right. All right. Chat, tell us. Should we get because that 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 one's like been chat said yo waffles, and yo. then General says chicken. In a baked potato. Yes, yes. General, I mean, now we're talking. All right. And uh, on, on to, I guess, something that <laughs> more serious business. Um, guys, BAO. Now I just want to go to a still- Chinese restaurant tomorrow and get a baked potato and oh just. Jeez. BAO's tickets are have been live. The event is in May over Memorial Day weekend. Um, you can still buy your tickets. We still, you know, those are still trickling through. Um, but I'm trying to add Song of Ice and Fire. If you mm-hmm. are in the area and like to play Song of Ice and Fire, reach out to me on Facebook uh, or you know hit me up at events at frontlinegaming.org. I'd like to talk to you about adding Song of Ice and Fire to the BAO. Now, guys, ACO, woohoo! this is the big mm-hmm. one. This is like our LVO equivalent on the East Coast. This one is doubling in size for 2023. We literally have twice as much square footage. Uh, tickets go live in a few days. And there, there, yeah, there's the beautiful artwork. Isn't that gorgeous? It's it's a sister of battle, cool sword, right? There's Seth, do you want to describe yeah. our artwork? Uh, it is it is a uh, very angry looking sister of battle with a very large flaming sword. <laughs> Like yeah. I am, I am actually mildly concerned about the sister's well-being yeah. at how much flame is coming off that sword. <laughs> oh, we yeah. got a super chat. Seth, take it we away. Do. Hey guys, uh, this is Miguel. Uh, he says, hey guys, thanks for getting back to me about the RMO. You guys are awesome. Oh, 
Awesome. I'm not sure what we got back to you about, but you're welcome, Miguel. Thank, thank you. I, I, we, I've been answering nonstop emails about RMO since it's a new event. A lot of people oh, yeah, are curious yeah. and asking about it. And Miguel, I, hopefully I got one of your emails right. early today. Miguel, messages or truck carrier pigeons. Um, but yeah, super stoked to have you and, and everyone else that's joining us at yeah. the Colorado event. Miguel, if you have any questions you want to ask us, uh, feel free because you, yeah. you definitely are worth the effort. And, and I'm, I mean, I, I'm going to ask you questions now. Uh, uh, I want to know what kind of food truck you want there, Miguel. Ooh, and point. I want to know what you would put on a baked potato. Uh, Miguel, in the please world. answer us in chat so that Seth can record I, this. I think that's going to become my new. You're interviewing people and you're asking about cereal. I'm asking yeah. baked potato topic. What is your favorite baked potato? Can we? Can we? I, I know we should not derail ourselves too much. Oh, we've but done it. is a baked sweet potato still within your realm? Because I love yeah, sweet yeah. potatoes. Yeah, I, I like good baked sweet potato. Okay, one of my favorite things is a baked sweet potato with like roasted, like caramelized roasted broccoli on top, and like a yeah, and I know and, and, and some sour cream. I'm out. I- <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know why it's like the sweet roasted p- broccoli, and then you threw with some sour bacon cream bit. on a sweet potato. I don't know why it's it's like your standard baked baked potato, but with the sweet potato, you get that sweet. I don't know. There's, there's it, I swear it works. I swear, I swear. Okay, or or you stuff it with barbecue. A sweet potato stuffed with barbecue and some coleslaw on top oh, that's is pretty perfect. Good. That's like that's that's my other my go to for. A, oh, okay. kicker! Will yeah. the RMO be a GW qualifier? So. This is a very good question and one that I would love to avoid. Was that a super chat? No, it's not a super <laughs> chat. It was just a question. Um, because I, I I truly love signals from the front line. I love our chat. Seth and, and Tech Sticky, you guys are very important to me. I will be honest and direct with you guys. Every single one of the frontline gaming events you know, is a GW qualifier. You get your ticket to go to the event in November. Mm-hmm. But... But, and I say this with you know tremendous sorrow, but the Rocky Mountain Open is sadly not going to be one for one reason and one reason only. It is because it's a first year event. Ah, gotcha. To be a qualifier and have your events, you know, you know, earn you that's, a ticket to the invite. That's fair. That's you have a fair to have at least another stipulation year. from GW, I think. Yeah. And it's it's a GW policy and I totally respect it. And yep. I and I, I don't blame them because all of a sudden they're going to get bombarded with people saying, oh, I have this big event. We're going to have 500 people, but they have no track record. Yeah. No, Luckily, makes, the Rocky ma- Mountain makes Open. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, it's Rocky Mountain Open for next year will definitely be it. I mean, it's sold out, uh, you you know, two months before the event. You know, it's, it's, you know, you know, we're we're already playing. We're going to be locking in a multi-year contract with with the venue that we're at. So, no, no doubt about it for next year that it will understand. be a qualifier. Fair, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, GW, cool. we understand. Yeah. Um, we do actually have a question now from Miguel. Uh, I want to know how to beat those orcs with custodes. Uh, no, you don't. You just, you just, <laughs> you shake when you walk to the table and you just walk away, bud. That's how you beat them. <laughs> um, and then he, he said he likes burgers with neat toppings. Oh, okay. Yeah. I like that. No, I can respect that. Yeah. No, no, no. And that way you get to enjoy the burger itself and it's not about the, just the toppings, but okay. I'm, um, I'm always down for a good burger. You done for good burger. Um, we oh, we're talking about ACO. I, I, this is really important, actually. If you get your Atlantic City Open ticket within the two weeks of the event going live, so the ticket should be going live ideally this Friday. You've got two weeks. Any ticket that you buy or individual item for of merchandise or whatever, everything gets you an entry into a sweet raffle. That raffle is a free weekend stay. So with the weekend of the event, you get to stay for free at the Ooh. casino and you get dinner. You know, frontline gaming. Like we're, we're, we just wanted to throw in something there to kind of make it exciting. So yeah. you know, everyone. So if I you mean, buy like tickets for your entire team and you just say, hey, guys, don't worry, I'll buy you a ticket that you buy 10 tickets for your 10 teammates. Guess what? You get 10 entries into this raffle and you could be winning a free stay at the ACO. I, I feel like some guys now for their team are like, I'll just buy all the tickets, guys. Don't worry. No, 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 no. And then they'll be like, hey, why do you get your room to yourself? Don't worry about why I get a room to myself. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, so that is one of our little perks if you get your ticket early for the Atlantic City Open. Okay, Seth, take it away. What's happening at the FLGN? Stuff. 
stuff stuff uh it was it was another fun. good week on on a good old grim uh the the tech priest filled in there uh and a set caught on fire it was very scary for mm. a minute but it, it was a good time they, they 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 pulled that one out of the fire you might say uh and it's still a good show so you know keep checking them out but uh speaking of tech priests it's finally time to unleash them folks the 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 world eater tech priest has has been set free to tell us about world eaters are you ready tech priest dicky world eater dicky I'm so ready. I'm, I'm really. And, and for those of you or that are unaware, that Tech Priest Dicky, despite his name being Tech Priest, could care less about playing Admech. He is a diehard World Leaders fan. He has always been. Long he's time. not, you know, not just jumping he's on. He's never board right dabbled now. on anything else. That this is Whoa. his thing. This is his thing. <laughs> so he is as much of an expert as we can have wow. for our show. Wow. <laughs> well, I mean, there's never been a World Leader Codex before, so I mean, yeah, to me, that great. makes him just as knowledgeable as anyone else. There we go from the beginning. Yep. From okay, the, from take it away, World uh, Oh, we have a super chat. We have a super. Oh no, 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 wait, no. that's Kelsey talking about super chat. Never mind. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> relax, Kelsey. Relax. Kelsey's just faking us out with super faking chat. Me like, out. Now, now, tech priest. Yeah, you, you have you had any games with the new? Characters? I've had a few. Yeah, I've had. Uh, I went to Stun Snotling, and I actually mm. was a sub for the last day of that, and uh, was able bring to her. bring my chaos, my. Uh, my world eaters and uh, play people. It was their first go at uh, world eaters, so I was very excited to talk to them the whole three hours that we were there playing about uh, about it. So yeah, it was really good. All right. Okay, so I decided that we, there's so many reviews. I know I've watched a ton of world eater reviews. Watched them all actually. All I think all twice. Uh, but mm-hmm. instead of instead of just talking about a review here, I wanted to. Oh, we have a super chat now. <laughs> it's Kelsey saying, "I mean, I can super chat." Thank you, Kelsey. <laughs> thank you, Kelsey. You didn't have to do that. <laughs> thank you. Jeez. Totally unnecessary, Kelsey. But yeah, thank totally you so much, my Okay, so um, I wanted to go through some lists um, that Ooh. I've been given, I've been playing, and a couple uh, fun little concoctions, and I wanted to go through the list and concoctions. You, yeah my thought process and okay. character likes to say the jank in the list the jank so yes. let's bring the first one uh, Ooh, we got slides look at this this is why you guys yep. tune in live sample list look sample, at this sample Beautiful. list you set you're in my, in my way so i get you got to move out <laughs> the other way the other okay there we go everyone okay good i'm good, good. i'm over here Okay, so uh, <laughs> Lord Avocado. Uh, don't, don't poke the world eater. That's them. never a good idea. What are you tickling him? Okay, uh, Lord Avocado is probably the most competitive choice when it comes to Chaos and, Lords. And he gives the pregame move. He gives two buffs. Uh, one is a plus two inch aura to core uh, of move. So uh, eight bound would be able to, or normally eight bound would be able to move 11 inches versus the With nine that? that they move. Very very fast, um, it, but he also comes with a really snazzy uh, pregame move um, and some important notes for all you non-world leader players out there. The pregame move has no; it has to be outside of nine inches of other models. You can just ball her out, and it's a it's a normal move, so you can move eleven inches on your pregame move. Okay, real talk, tech priest. Yeah, was that a mistake? You think that's no. going to you think that's going to survive the first round of FAQs? Do you think do you think it's intentional that you don't have the nine inch limit, or I, do you think it is intended? I think it's intended, actually. 
Um, but you can get within nine inches of yeah, the enemy on pregame move. Mm-hmm. The reason I think it's uh, uh, intentioned or intentional is because this army has really only one damage face. There's no psychic. There's very little shooting. Of, you can of totally take pistols on those models. Yeah, the pistols do nothing, and it's a waste of your clock if you're going to do it. But uh, I guess if you're in combat with orcs, you do it. But listen, uh, I do think it was it was done on purpose. I don't right. think it's going right. away. Um, while very strong, um, I don't know. Not the be all and end all, and not this is my my suspect face. Yeah, okay, that's a good suspect face. Okay, so Lord Avocado, we talked about him. Uh, we, well, we didn't talk about him. He, he rides a juggernaut that flies uh, on rainbows and murder. Wake up, kicker. This is important stuff. <laughs> rainbows Sorry, no, no, and no, murder. I was, I was, I was I'm <laughs> yeah. like, world leaders, this doesn't sound like hard. No, it's, <laughs> but believe me, it's going to hurt. Uh, his okay. axe uh, goes through invulnerable saves like butter, so you don't get one, and it's a negative three, two damage. So uh, he is a, a killy character. Um, some, some important things to note is you're not going to have access to a ton of rerolls in world leaders. It's not really their thing. Their thing is ooh, getting there. Ooh, ooh, Dicky, Dicky. Yeah, 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 hit me. We have an explanation on how the Lord Avocado moves like he does from Joel Atkins. Go, hit me. Uh, are, are, you, are, are you familiar with the Bifrost from uh, yes, Thor? Yes, of course. It's the Blood Frost. The Blood Frost. Mm. Perfect. Thank you, Joel. That was, that's Wait, a great way. Because he doesn't have wings or a jetpack no. or anything. If uh, I was always running on a river of blood, I was wait, always wait. thought thought that he like he flies on anger and hate. He just like fly yeah. like it's so angry that it just flies. I don't know. I have a hard time visualizing this, but yeah. our Joel Atkins's uh, explanation maybe really maybe I'll model you. wings on my uh, on my juggernaut for you, kicker. That be thank you. Yeah. I'd appreciate just, that. Just for kicker. Yeah, just, just for kicker. Um, okay, so we've uh, we've talked about Lord Avocado. There's no other characters, guys, in this first list, and and I wanted to also call it. This is Anthony Violence Vanellas, and this is named by Seth. Eight ways to violence. What a great Oof, name! Wow. Uh, if this you want to sitting around earlier, yeah. If you want to read more about. What, what Anthony's thought on the codex. He did a article on Goonhammer. A unbelievable, great mm-hmm. article, great read. Cool. And had, did, did you and Anthony perhaps do another show? Uh, yeah. So Anthony did uh, the art award down under with Adam uh, mm-hmm. on this as well. And but I didn't think, you do that too? I, I we haven't uh, recorded the second half yet, so I don't know if I'm on it or if someone else is on it. It was I was I was really trying to get on that um anyway i mean i think i'm not like you were saying it on air now that you will be so like maybe i don't know mr camilleri is required to otherwise like Uh, it doesn't doesn't i've been on on, adam you're not coming back in the house i'll just lock the door i've been like on three different podcasts about world leaders i'm oh i believe me i've got my world leader phil okay okay you've keep sidetracked me again so it's only one character guys uh i i really think it's important to note Avocado's all you need, and everything else hits really, really hard in this Avocado's list. Avocado's all you need. <laughs> all you need. Uh, we have five unit of five berserkers with icon and eviscerators. Um, these guys like are it. amazing. hundred and twenty like points it. of three d six charge in. Tons of attacks. I think the unit com- puts puts out like forty six or forty five attacks. Like it's just awesome, and they're yeah. super cheap, yeah. and they're they're great. So don't like good, it. Good at killing orcs. Um, with those uh, berserkers, we have two rhinos. Okay, so mm-hmm. you put uh, mm-hmm. uh, four units in rhinos. One unit just hangs out and just 
chills out in the backfield and gets into a rhino later. Yeah. Uh, three spawn. Why are three spawn important? Uh, this question comes up constantly. Uh, they're not monsters. What the heck are they there for? Quite honestly, yeah, they're there true. just for blood tithe. Uh, you're just mm-hmm. going to try to get them killed as soon as possible. And really or objectives. Yeah, if you don't kill me, if you kill me, great. Um, And also, uh, when we talk about secondaries, uh, it's another important part. So, uh, spawn super cheap, just get on objectives and die. That's what they do. Actually, a funny funny story. Uh, I had one of my spawn kill a Custodes Terminator uh, in the tournament at Study Scrub, which is hilarious. (laughs) You should never do that. Did you feel bad about that? I I laughed at the guy. No like, you and should it, feel bad about that but he laughed he like he was he thought it was funny too <laughs> um i do have think that there is another uh yeah. potential name here this is also by joel um yeah. that has come up in chat um and the name is avocado goes with everything it does mm. really go with everything you're not that, that wrong. Is good. You're not that wrong. Good. Okay, so uh, eight bound, eight bound are the kit of the year, especially for this codex. Uh, they are basically spawn with weapons. Is how I like. I them. hear they're so popular that some four-legged friends are loving them. Yes, my dog <laughs> loved eating one of those eight bound. Um, <laughs> so uh, I have three units of five, 200 points uh, for five. I think fives are great numbers. You don't have to worry about uh, coherency. Um, like I said, they move 11 inches. Uh, they're great units. And man, do they punch above their weight class for sure. Um then we have three units of Exalted 8-Bound. Now, I've been hearing yep. a lot of people not loving on the Exalted 8-Bound. Do you know and why that what is? what do you have to say to them? I say they're wrong, is what I yeah. say. Yeah, I, I um, say each, each guy has a chain fist that he doesn't have to uh, roll a minus one for. Their strength 10 out of the box, getting charged or charging, uh, to like damage. It. And guess what, like guys? It. They hit on twos right out of the box. I, I think they are trash. No one should take them. They're so good. <laughs> and I'm not <laughs> saying go. that because I'm a T5 army. Yes. No. They're so good. Oh, yeah. They're super strong. And also a cool thing to note that people are missing is they actually right. have an eviscerator that gets to make a little swipe at the end as well. Just for a cheeky. Oh, uh, for funsies. Just for a strength seven, neg three, two damage. Just a just little a, Just a cheeky little. Just a cheeky Strength little seven, neg three. <laughs> and of course, on both these units, uh, there's uh, different loadouts for the champions. And they can become flat three damage uh, on those uh, attacks as well. Well, at least after you charge me, I can run away, right? Well, not with the Exalted Eight Bound, because uh, they have a special rule that you can only fall mm. back on a four plus. So, yeah. And you don't have to pay CP for that. Yeah, just like, come I have to right pay out of the box. I have to pay two CP it. for that on my B Snagger boys. Go ahead. Okay. What about a uh, what about a cheese oh, a fight last mechanic? Do you have anything like that? Not really. Uh, this, okay, good. this list doesn't have a lot of the the finesse that a like good. fight last or fight good. first. It does, however, have a fight on death, which oh yeah, that's annoying. Do it. Yeah. it also has a six inch heroic. I don't like it. I don't like for it. just. Your one character for or for core. no for core. So Ooh. core is <laughs> oh, all the Zergers, all the eight bound, yeah. not the exalted eight bound though. Okay, that makes it way special. Uh, yeah. So I'm gonna convert up my Chaos Orc army and yeah. uh, if I play a converted Chaos Orc army using the World Eater rules, do I still get faction points for orcs? No. Yeah, sure. Why not? No, you, you don't. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I got uh, the the general thought of this list is just super 
aggro, aggressive, in your face, I'm punching you to death. Uh, important thing to note is secondaries. Uh, if you die in an objective, it gets bathed in blood. You get victory points for that. When your opponents die in objectives, you get victory points for that. They they're bathed in blood. When you uh, when you uh, basically cast off your blood tithe points, you get points for that. When you kill units or vehicles or characters, you get points for that. This thing is a point scoring, punching, killing son of a gun. Woo! Um, I hate it. It's an awesome. It. It's an awesome cool list. Thank you, Anthony, for for making this thing. This thing has been a blast to play. So I can see this list, but I have another list. We got one more list. One folks. more list. Better have angry Ronald in it. It's got Angron in it. There we go. Good. Good. Yeah, you need to have him. So I called this Bash Bros 2.0. Oh, right. yeah. So uh, we can make this uh, either uh, Disciples of the Red Angel or uh, actually you can't make this Disciple of the Red Angels because there's jackals. But I'd take those jackals out and put something else in. I'm sure that'll work. Um, yeah. This is just a normal list. We got Angron has to be your warlord. You got Lord Avocado. He's a flying juggernaut. Might as well. Uh, we got some jackals for our background Holden kind of guys. We have eight mm-hmm. bound uh, in this list. Eight bounders again, super great. So we're just gonna max them. Uh, we have exalted eight bound. We got angry Ron uh, with his warlord trait. Uh, Seth, do you know what the warlord trait does? I believe it takes away my obsec. Yeah. Well, Oof. let's let's talk about all those orcs with obsecs. How, how do how do they uh, enjoy this guy? Well, to give you a little preview. Um, we, as part of the, the Vanguard tactics coaching courses that I'm, I'm doing, um, they, they give us opponents, army lists and ask us to write up what we would take secondary wise against that. And this week's assignment was a list similar to this Mm -hmm. on, uh, abandoned sanctuaries, which means I can't forward deploy and block you. Mm. And I just sat there for like a good like 20 minutes just being like if i wander out onto the objectives he gets points yeah <laughs> if i don't go onto the objectives <laughs> i don't gets, get points yeah, he still gets points because he kills you. and then i'm like and if i try to steal the objectives he has the dude that says screw your obsec yeah it, there's not that i i've i have struggled with this i i am so waiting to hear back uh, from the coaches on what they think would be yeah, a, a like, reasonable option, this one, but I am not seeing a easy path forward here for my orcs. Yeah, uh, we have some people in the chat. Uh, we could definitely go instead of jackal. We could literally take the troop option out of there. We could bulk up our yep. a bound um, and turn it into a disciple of the red angel uh, list. You can only run uh, demons, and yes, you're right. Uh, a bound do have the demon keywords, so you can do- definitely run them. And land raiders for some weird reason. Um, <laughs> hey, don't question it. Who, who knows? It. But land raiders aren't awful. So I've I've heard a lot of people give land raiders poop. They're T nine. They ha- you're actually shooting in this army, which would be super cool. Um, Angra. Cool. Uh, so uh, angry. Angry Ron. He basically has an ability he gets to choose. You either reroll ones, either you can't fall back, period, end of discussion from him. Um, and obviously, he turns off OPSEC six inches around him. So, super cool. And then we got uh, his Bash Bro. This is Bash Bros 2.0. We got Scarbrand. Yep. Oh, no, oh, yeah. There you go. Like, what What do you think this army needs? More attacks? Well, there he is. An- another guy that you can't fall back from? Yeah. 
He's he's you can't fall back. He's uh um, pretty much immune. He's immune to mortal wound uh, output from the psychic. Does Scarbrand have a wound cap uh, per face? He doesn't have a wound cap. Okay. Um, and and also a very important note for all the people who want to know. Uh, Angry Ron has the locust ability, so he can drop Scarbrand Ooh. in within six inches to charge out Ooh. and have fun. Um, no, so, I don't yeah. like that actually. No, yeah, it's super uh, fun. And one unit of bloodletters for all the shenanigans that you can do with them. Uh, I think this is a super cool list. I'll probably run it at some point when I'm ha- not having fun with uh, with the Anthony's uh, violence list. Uh, super fun. It's like, oh my god, getting Angron and Scarbrand on a table. Woo. Mm. Feels good. What do you guys think? I uh, think uh, I'm going to go back to playing Votan in town now. <laughs> Yeah, Votan, Votan are a tough nut to crack with this list. Uh, not being able to fall back though is interesting. Like if you kill a unit and then you yeah. uh, consolidate into like a Hecaton, uh, uh, yeah. maybe Scarbrand or maybe uh, uh, Angron lives. Uh, I've been really worried. I mean, you have you have a lot of sources of of no fallback, which is a problem. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I think they certainly have play into some of the shooting armies. I just. Uh, why, I'm why just gonna say I... straight up, my tanks can shoot out of combat. Just saying, just saying. Well, they can just unless. Me. All right, unless. kicker, you're not helpful. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I mean, obviously, if everything of yours is engaged in combat, mm-hmm. uh, then, then yeah, I'm screwed. I'm just but, thinking, uh, like, if I could just everything get in your entire army needs to be fighting. three turns, he can carve tanks up. I'm sure pretty good. So, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah I think that's a it's a cool option. I'm super excited uh, to play this list. I have a scar brand. I want to put it on the table. Uh, so, yeah, no, this is going to be super cool. We do have some very targeted feedback from Wolf Priest Carl. Oh, right. yeah, go ahead. list, but still needs Wolfen to be viable. It does. It does. Yeah, yeah thank you for that. Wolf well, Priest. Wolfen are kind of like eight bound, right? When when he gets yeah, his I mean, when he gets his eight, Wolf and wish they were eight bound. Oh yeah, Jeez, they you can hurt his feelings. You can hurt Wolf versus. They shoot right. That's the thing they can do. No, no, they their shooting is not. <laughs> I mean, no. Wait, you, if you're relying on, on on Wolf and shooting, then you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Wait, do Wolf and literally have guns? I did. They, 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 they have, have guns on their shoulders, shoulders on, don't. But yeah, I think you have to buy them, which no one does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, that's why we've seen it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, speaking of buying guns to hopefully make good decisions or yep. bad decisions. I don't know. I'm trying to do a segue here and I'm failing segue. miserably. <laughs> Buying guns. Uh, good. Yeah, don't buy guns, folks. I mean, buy guns. I don't know. Just just don't buy guns for your wolfen. There we go. There we go. Yes. Don't buy guns for your wolfen. Don't so buy guns for your wolfen. All right. <laughs> Hashtag uh, signals teaches. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Tech Breeze Dickey, this is clearly a, a goal for you for the upcoming seasons. You want to kick ass with your, your world leaders. Yeah. Uh, Seth is working on a few goals himself, and he wanted to yep. share them here so that we can kind of, you know, have my, a baseline. My goal is to get track. world eaters banned. Yes. Yeah. Just get, to upset Tech Breeze at this yes. point. Yeah, guess what? Uh, Tech Breeze Dickey, world leaders, they don't get faction pins. Nee, 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 nee. There you go. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> Wonderful. We're discriminating against you. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I am not, slowly, that, not faction, just you. Yeah, just, just tech. I am slowly terrified. I mean, the list looks brutal. Um, but uh, but so Tech Priest Dickie, you're trying to go all the way with your, your army. Yeah. Uh, Seth, though, has goals for 2023. They and do. we're going to keep track of them throughout the year. Why don't you tell us what they are, Seth, and, and how we can accomplish them? 
So yeah, so uh, if folks have, have paid attention, I talked a little bit about it last week. Uh, I've talked about it a bit on my own personal channel, um, but I am setting the goal of trying to become best in faction orcs for this coming year. I have entitled the campaign the biggest and the best general. Yes, I love it. Uh, so um, with that in mind, I'm not just kind of willy nilly going at this and this process hopefully can be useful to you, the listeners or viewers, on uh, some setting personal goals for yourself. Um, so ultimately, the goal has to be a realistic goal. Um, and I say that because you can set your goals to whatever you want. I could say I am going to become the best competitive chess player. Um that's the goal. I don't, I know how to play chess, but I'm not very good at it. Um, so when, when setting a real realistic goal, I think it's important to understand where you are and where you want to go. Uh, so in terms of where was I with orcs and where do I have to end up? I, I kind of got a little bit of, of data to support myself here. So last season I came in 51st in orcs. Um, I came in, in the top 20 the season before that, but points wise, that's 565 points for reference. Sean Naden, who took first place in orcs had about 890 points. So, it's the way the faction scoring was done with the same number of events. So it's not an event difference in that point. It is the quality of placement at events. Yeah, so he came in second at LVO. Yeah, with he orcs. did pretty good at LVO. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Let's just put that aside. All right. Here I was working. Um, so that means I've got to make up uh, a significant amount of points. Importantly though, Sean going through his orc scores did not actually have a, a event win with his orcs. Um, so with that in mind, if I can go, if I, you know, sake of argument, I'm going to uh, a bunch of majors or, or GTs. If I can go uh, five and one or six and oh, um, then, and I can get in the number of events I want, that should be doable. The other part of that is I'm also going to have to go to probably on the neighborhood of eight to 10 GTs or majors this year. Um, mm -hmm. and so when I say, is that a realistic goal? Part of that discussion is looking at the resources. How much money am I going to have to spend to travel and do all these? How much time am I talking about, uh, to get all that stuff done? Um, it, I'm not just going to show up and play games at events. I also have to do the practice. I have to get some advice, um, which is where Vanguard Tactics is going to come in on the coaching half. But I also have to have play partners like my lovely tech priest here. Um, the only way I'm going to figure out this World Eaters matchup is to play it. Yeah. So I have to get a World Eater player to play me. Tech priest. Oh, you're are you that World Eater player? Me. I, I think he's asking player. you out. To be his sparring partner. Oh, I mean, I'd also ask you, Kicker, to play guard because, you know, I don't have any reps into guard. Hell yeah. Yeah. I'm bringing so that's the kind of process I'm going through. I'm going to be checking in with you guys uh, as this process goes. Um, we're going to hopefully be doing some some recorded coaching sessions to put up here. But that's kind of where my goal setting is for this season. But Tech Priest, now that I've outlined my method for setting a goal, Let's see if we can apply it to you, hmm, Tech Priest Nikki. Interesting. So what do you think is a realistic goal for you this season? Ugh, i got to stop streaming events if I want to play in them. That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I, well, don't know. I don't know. I, I think I, I do want to be very competitive. But right now, my goal is very WTC focused. So okay. um, I mean, that's still a goal. Personal goals are uh, just getting awesome with the army and having a lot of fun. 
I think. Yeah. All right. So are are you are you gonna stick to one faction this entire season? I think I'm a one faction uh, guy this year. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're both gonna be the one faction guy. Yeah. All right. We're gonna see who blinks first. I see a few folks in chat setting personal goals at events. Four and yeah, two at LSO. Two is an LSO. Right, That's nice. a great goal. Yeah, I think it's a solid goal, man. That's that's sixty six percent. That's uh, if you go you go out and you know what do we say is the good win percentage for an army? You know between forty five and fifty five percent. So if you're hitting four and two and you're going sixty six percent, that legit. means you're above you're above average on your win right there. So that's yeah, pretty good. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So uh, we got in chat. We've got a goal of top one hundred, uh, which I think is doable for Greg. Um, the important point, I think, is just to, to remember where you are and where you're going. You know, uh, this is my third or fourth ITC season where I played orcs for a portion of it. So I didn't just jump in cold and say, I'm going to win. You know, I, I've seen I've seen what previous winners have had to do to get there in terms of the amount of events they got to travel to, the reps they got to get. Um, and I think that's a doable thing for me. Um, we got a lot of people. I mean, like here we go. Faction specialist pins. Now that's mm-hmm. like, you know, a lot of yeah. people can say, I just want to be, you know, at one event, be best in faction yeah. for one. And and thing. the reality is when you look at, when you're, when you're trying to say, say, if you're trying to go for a faction season ranking, you're just every event you're, you know, I, I enjoy that process because sake of argument, let's say the world eaters are truly the boogeyman of the meta booger, moving booger, booger. forward. Uh, I'm not trying to beat all the World Eaters players. I'm just trying to beat all the Orc players. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Good. I, think it's I, I enjoy that process. And I'm going to beat all the World Eaters players too. So, you know. <laughs> all right. I think that's all that we have for, for that segment. This uh, There's no new ITC scores for this week. So that's kind of your competitive segment for the week. Um, we, we internally amongst ourselves said, we're going to have a short episode tonight. And we still managed to go for an hour. We lied. We lied. Um, well, well, before we sign out, guys, I want to remind you know, like your 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 goal can of course try to be you know the best orc or or whatnot or go you know four and two at an event, um, but it can also just be to go to an event. A lot the LVO this year was so big because we had so many people saying that was their first event, which is crazy. Like yeah. that's a very large first event. That's, but, that's, know, a, awesome. that's a big pool to jump into. That's, that's a big pool to jump in. But we also like RTTs and casual events there too, right? Or narratives and and friendlies. But but the thing is like that, that's a great and totally legitimate goal too. Like hey, just maybe go to more. Events, period. You know, get out there because I mean, <laughs> it's fun to win, but it's also just fun to go play. You know, some yeah. people get a little nervous getting out there, um, but at the end of the day, like that's where all my friends are from, are people I met at tournaments. So, yeah. you know, I mean, it's a it's a really solid group of folks to go out yeah. to these events. Yeah. For that scrolls too far, Dorian asks, "Is there best in faction for LSO?" Yep. All yeah. of the frontline events are going to have best in faction awards now. Yeah. So, so for all frontline gaming events, we're going to have our faction specialist called out. They'll be for most game systems. So you know, from from Song of Ice and Fire and and, and Kill Team to 40k and Age of Sigmar, etc. So, yeah. so yeah. Chad Legion. says that the the reigning ITC champ Jack Harps took down Mark Perry today playing Orcs versus World Eaters. Um, wow. Which means I guess I have to go back and watch that game to see yes. how uh, Jack did that and then maybe grab him at Cherokee and be like, tell me your secrets. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Yeah. Well, Seth, right. why don't you take us out, guys? Chat, once again, thank you for joining us. We, yeah. we love seeing you. Uh, yeah. And we'll see you guys again next week. Seth? Yeah, we thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Signals. Uh, we'll be back next week in preparation for, for Cherokee. But until then, have a great week, and we will see you next Wednesday. Good night, guys.